This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. Joining us today for coffee is Bill Stamm, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Alaska Village Electric Cooperative, or AVEC. Speaking with him is KYUK's Sage Smiley. What's proposed to change with AVEC pricing? All of our non-fuel costs are proposed to change, and they're all going to increase. We have uh, a variety of rate structures for residential and commercial services, and they vary by how much power people use and also by which community they're in. But uh, those rates, all of our non-fuel rates are anticipated to go up. So what does it mean when you say a non-fuel rate? The way AVEC rate structure works is that we have a non-fuel rate that we charge for things, and then we have a fuel component. 95% of AVEX generation is done by diesel fuel generation, so we burn over 9 million gallons of diesel fuel a year throughout Alaska. All of that diesel fuel has to be transported and stored in the communities and then brought to our power plants and used, and the cost of doing that in each community varies greatly depending on how far away they are from the source and how difficult it is to get fuel there. Some of it's delivered by barge, some of it has to be flown in. So what we've done is we've carved out all of our non-fuel costs, and for the majority of our communities, that's a postage stamp rate. Uh, Bethel is different, Yakutat is different, but for all of the other communities, there's a single rate that's common to every residential consumer or every commercial uh, user in that community, and that's the non-fuel component. Again, the, the fuel component of the rate is going to vary widely depending on what it costs us to get fuel into the community. So why are these changes being proposed? Everything's more expensive. <laughs> there was, uh, you know, I, I just discussed how fuel is a separate component, and for AVAC, that's typically a pass-through cost. But, uh, you know, so whatever it costs us for fuel, we don't do a markup. We just add that component to the bill. But Fuel is a little bit insidious in that it's, it's a little bit of a part of everything that happens in rural Alaska. Everything that you ship and transport out to the communities obviously will take fuel to get there. So those rates have gone up in general. Um, commodity prices have gone up. We are still in the hangover of COVID and supply chain issues where we just can't get materials. Uh, vendors are charging more for things that they're having difficulty getting. Lead times are longer. Um, construction projects are disrupted because we have scheduling issues and trying to get materials to the site. You know, I, I think everybody that lives in rural Alaska has felt the increase in costs of just about everything. And unfortunately, we're not immune to that. We do have maybe a little better purchasing power. We might have a little better uh, economies of scale because we buy in bulk, but still all of our prices have gone up too. So you spoke to this a little bit already, but who does this affect? Is it every community AVEX serves? Is it a portion of them? How does this play out across the board of communities within the cooperative? It does affect every community. Uh, we did do a cost of service study with our banking lenders. Community, uh, Cooperative Finance Corporation helps the utilities that they serve make sure that their rate structures are in tune with what their expenses are and uh, because we are a borrower of money, they they like us to be financially sound. <laughs> so there you have an interest in how much money we collect. 
we went through that study that this last year and we found that not only were we under collecting revenue in general, there were some communities that were under collecting more than others. So uh, when we parsed out where the rate changes would be, there is a difference for residential consumers, difference for uh, commercial customers, and there's a difference for those in Bethel and those in the other communities. So the, the percentage increase for each community and each rate class varies a little bit, but overall, the total increase that we anticipate to get from this increase in rates is about 14%. When was the last rate increase that the Alaska Village Electric Cooperative put put together? It was just the previous year, and uh, I think the total increase at that time was 9%. Have you heard feedback so far about this proposed rate increase from community members or customers? Got a few inquiries. Most are asking similar questions. Why? Uh have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Uh, asking about uh, whether additional monies put towards development of renewable generation would lower costs and those sorts of things. And, and we respond to those one at a time as they come in. We also, uh, we do have a public hearing that's planned for January 29th. Uh, information is on our website, but all members are, are welcome to join. Uh, we do ask that they register in advance so we can get them on the books and know who's going to be speaking and those sorts of things uh, during that public hearing. That was going to be my next question. How how can customers engage with this proposed rate increase? So sounds like you pretty much covered that. Is there anything you'd want to add about that public hearing? No, just uh, there is information on the website. Folks can look at the rate increases, uh, look at what our uh, annual reports have shown over the last couple of years in 2022, I think our net operating budget was a positive $1.7 million. Uh, I'm sorry, that was 21. And in 22, our net operating margins was negative $4.8 million. So we are been, have been working in a deficit. Uh, those margins have been getting smaller. And last year was a very bad year for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, everybody saw the spike in inflation, those sorts of things. And um, we typically review our rates and maybe do a change once a year. So we're, we're not as quick to respond. And, and this is when we need to uh, look at where we are financially and, and what we need to do in order to stay in business. You alluded to this a little bit already, but in looking at a rate increase and, and the potential ramifications of that, are there any clear alternatives to raising rates? You know, when people mention, for example, you, you spoke to renewable energies or other things, is there a clear alternative to address the financial issues that AVEC may have, but then also reduce the burden to customers? Yeah, we haven't found the magic bullet yet. AVEC is an, an electric cooperative, so we are owned by the members that we serve. Uh, it's not like we are overcharging people and sending money offshore to investors or anything like that. The, the people that buy our power own the company. Um, if we do have a positive margin at the end of the year, that money is used to invest in capital improvement projects. And over time, uh, you know, everybody that buys power gets capital credits. We keep track of those capital credits. And over time, we return the monies that we've overcollected to each of the members. But, uh, you know, looking at renewable energy, that is unfortunately still more costly 
to install and maintain in rural Alaska than our typical diesel generation. We rely heavily on grant-funded projects. Uh, as I mentioned, we do use some of the funds that we take for cop- capital improvements. That's usually around 4 or $5 million a year. We've been fortunate recently to get uh, grant funding to leverage that 4 or $5 million into 20, 30, $40 million worth of project in a year. So we are aggressively trying to replace old infrastructure and increase our renewable portfolio, get more generation that is carbon and diesel free, but it's not inexpensive to do. Is there anything else you'd want to add about this proposed rate increase? If there's anything that we haven't touched on that you think is important for customers, I would love to hear it. Boy, there's so much to talk about rates. I know people often have questions. So these are AVEX rates and then how, you know, an important part for residential consumers in rural Alaska is power cost equalization. And how does that affect power cost equalization? What is what is going to be my end result bill? And I guess for residential consumers and community facilities, the good news is that these are all allowable costs for power cost equalization. So when they do their calculation to how much they're going to buy down the cost of power for those communities, these are all costs that are going to be taken into account. And hopefully that helps buffer some of the impact to the residential consumers. The commercial customers are going to, you know, experience the full brunt of whatever cost increases out there because there is no power cost equalization for them. Thank you very much for your time and for explaining this. I really appreciate it. You bet. That's KYUK's Sage Smiley speaking with Bill Stamm, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Alaska Village Electric Cooperative. Join us for coffee at KYUK on Monday to hear the top finishers of the K300 sled dog race. This is coffee at KYUK.